News Talk ZB and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances. Hi, I'm Francis Cook and welcome to the show. If your KiwiSaver is in a default scheme, you're throwing money away. You're going without, saving some money each payday, and yet you could still be in hard times when you finally retire. Imagine that. You willingly stash money away each payday, thinking you're doing the right thing. And then, when retirement comes, you still have to scrimp and save. When, for the sake of a few clicks at your computer, you could have made the exact same savings and had a cushy retirement. I'm not exaggerating, and that's why it's extremely worrying that 445,000 people are in default KiwiSaver accounts. We're coming up to 10 years of KiwiSaver existing, and yet hundreds of thousands of New Zealanders haven't even looked at where their money is going. It's a false security to think you're saving diligently without realizing you're in the wrong account, and so getting barely anything out of it. If you signed up to KiwiSaver, never picked an account and left it at that, then you're in a default account. But the default schemes were never intended to be permanent. They're conservative, meaning your money is safe as houses, but you will also likely get very little return. Imagine someone in their 20s saving into a conservative account for their entire working life. They're not just throwing away thousands, they're throwing away hundreds of thousands of dollars. For something that takes only a few clicks of a mouse to fix. It's time people realized how big a mistake this is and how easy it is to fix it. So, let's talk KiwiSaver. News Talk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence. I'm joined now by Tom Hartman, resident blogger for sorted.org.nz. How big of a difference does it make for someone being in a default KiwiSaver account versus one that you've picked out for yourself for your own situation. Hi Francis, so th- so thanks for this. Yeah, I'm the I'm the resident blogger on Sorted. It's really great to be looking at this. We were just running the numbers uh Francis before we got on on the air here and we found that it could make a, a heck of a difference actually. Mm-hmm. The default funds are those ones um, that you just end up in when you're opted into KiwiSaver. If you don't opt out of KiwiSaver, the government basically chooses nine different default funds that you get people get sorted into until you actually pick one for for yourself. And we were running some of the numbers and I think, you know, the best case scenario we're looking at the, if the markets do wonderfully well, we are looking at a $200,000 difference for yourself between what was it 485,000 it could be the high end, or if you stayed in a conservative fund, it might be somewhere around two hundred and eighty-five thousand, uh, and yeah. it was quite uh, quite a Huge different difference. Yeah, because that was we we ran the numbers for me. Uh, some I'm twenty eight years old. Uh, we're not going to say my salary, but <laughs> not earning heaps, not earning terrible amounts, and the growth account. Best case scenario, yeah, like you said, four eighty five by the time I retired, four hundred eighty five thousand. If I left it in a default. 285,000. Hundreds of thousands of dollars difference. Now, what we really need to say, though, that there is a huge range of results that you could get. For example, in a, in a growth fund, yeah, 485 is the top, but uh, and the low end would be 299. So still much better than, say, say the markets didn't do very well. The low end of a default fund, of a conservative fund, might be somewhere around 169,000. That's crazy. That's not much to retire on at all. 
it's a lot less, a lot less options uh, for you down down the line. Now, I, uh, in preparation for this, I stopped a few people on the street and asked them if they were in a default account or if they picked their provider. The ones who said they were in a default, they had some major worrying misconceptions about it. You just go, it, it does what it does, I guess. I think I've just sort of forgotten and this has kind of gone back of mine and yeah. Now, I was guilty of this for years. I knew that I needed to change out of the account, but I had no idea of where to start. So I did nothing, didn't even try. And then, of course, I realized this difference could be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Do you think this could be the difference between a scrimping retirement and an easy one? Oh, it certainly could be. Um, on sorted.org.nz, there is a retirement planner, and you can actually mm-hmm. chart some of your results and what that translates into a, a steady income yeah. during your retirement, you know, over, say, 30, 30 years of mm-hmm. retiring. So you can get a, a good idea of what... And in fact, for retirement planning, it's a lot better to focus on what kind of steady income you can get out of this. A lot of the discussions are around these huge nest eggs, but mm. it's really about those little chicks that you know spread out and keep walking you through all the way through retirement. Yeah, the next thing I asked those the same people was if anyone had changed their default account, how they chose their provider. Even for these people who'd done the right thing and got out of the default account, they hadn't exactly got independent advice. I researched from the booklet they gave me at Kiwi Bank. My partner's on that one, so I chose that one. There is a way, right, to easily compare providers? Yeah, we, we built a machine on Sorted to help people choose a KiwiSaver fund. And it helps you choose from the entire market that's out there. there. Right now, there's 222 funds that are on there. But sorting through 222 funds is not anywhere Nightmare. N- any kind of fun. So the machine helps you narrow it down actually quite quickly. And so there are three quick questions on what type of fund would be appropriate for your situation. And then you can you know sort by important things such as fee levels, um, the services that come with the KiwiSaver fund, and have a look at how the fund has been doing up to now, what kind of performance, even though that's no indication of how it's going to do in the future, you can get sort of an idea of where it, where it sits in comparison to the others. Now, one really important point I want to make is that it's not necessarily the right thing for everyone to get out of a default fund. Mm-hmm. This is really uh, important. The, the most important thing to know is that you need to make an active choice either to stay or to go and sometimes and in fact we were talking about before that is your your situation it was the best thing to do actually to stay in um you know a conservative default fund because you ended up using your kiwi saver and many people do for a first home Mm. and if you need the money within the next um say three to five years or or even uh less you want to make sure it's a it's there. You don't KiwiSaver balances can go up and down, and you you really want to make sure that you're in a fund where that money is going to be there when you need um, to buy your first home. So it's really about an active choice. Default funds are not bad or anything like that. They're just um, conservative. The government makes a conservative choice to put you in there first until you make a choice for yourself. But if you have a long time to go, if you're saving for your retirement, you're not going to use it. Uh, sooner you want to be in something that holds um, more growth assets. So perhaps a growth fund, maybe a balanced fund. And um, 
growth assets are uh, things like uh, stocks and commercial property that you know they have a lot of they can go up and down in, vo- in value and they can have a lot what they, they call volatility it can be a little bit of a roller coaster ride but if you have decades to go before retirement you have the time to ride out those ups ups and downs and over time in general um, they have the greater potential to get much better results as we saw with those numbers we were running for you before yeah exactly so the times when a conservative uh, fund could be a good idea as you say right before buying a house and also if you're looking at retiring quite soon right apart from those times if you've got like you say a longer period of time to go look at the growth funds is that right uh, yeah, the other the other thing is is your own uh, what they call risk tolerance. How you you don't want to lose sleep at night mm. over your KiwiSaver fund. You know you're you're putting money into this over over years and years of, of working. If those ups and downs will bother you, if they will, uh, if you will be you know staying up at night wondering if you made the right choice or something like that, there are other options. Uh, so those are the two things. How much time before you need the money and what your attitude towards uh, risk, those ups and downs, that roller coaster ride. If you're, if you're up for it and you've got a lot of time to ride out the, those bumps, then you probably want to dial up the risk. I've got to say, uh, I don't necessarily recommend this as a risk strategy, but my own risk tolerance is quite high purely because I never look so I don't get, lose any sleep at all because I'm not looking, but I don't know that I recommend that as a strategy. Well, That's actually, that me. is kind of helpful. I mean, the question is how how often should you be looking at your KiwiSaver mm. balance? Maybe maybe not that often, you know, and now a lot of the banks, they offer the possibility of seeing it with all your balances. That's not always a good thing because a KiwiSaver balance instead of a savings uh, balance goes up, goes up and down, and you might end up losing sleep. Where you might want to check in just every quarter, you know, every three months or every six months on where your KiwiSaver is at. Once you've got the settings right. Well, there we go. I accidentally did something right again. This is great. I love when you I accidentally did. do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, this is the reason I wanted you as my guest for this episode because the the sorted tool for comparing these funds. So helpful. After putting off changing my account for about three years, I bought a house. I knew that I needed to change my account and it was just too hard basket. I finally thought, look, I'm young. I know I should be in a growth account. Don't know which one, but I thought I'll Google it. Let's see how far I get. I literally Googled something like KiwiSaver fund comparison. Up Mm -hmm. pops sorted. Told them my age, told them how much risk I was comfortable with. And they said, all right, do you want high returns or low fees? And I said, high returns, please. And then they ranked all the different providers for me. I checked a few out and then I had made a switch within about 15 minutes, which was crazy easy. Do you think people realize how easy this can be? Yeah, it's not that hard. We tried to simplify it as much as possible. Again, it just came down to those Three questions, uh, a little bit on how much time you have and how you how you feel about risk, and then start to look at the types of funds that are out there. Five types from um, conservative, balanced growth, and even some aggressive ones towards the towards the high end. And you can just look through these and and get an idea of of the entire uh, market there. You know, many people pick a KiwiSaver fund just on a on a convenient brand, but We'd like to say, you know, there are really important criteria, actually more important than than the brand on on how to pick these. And you know, chief among these is is the fee levels, 
the services that the provider is going to give you, and how that fund has been doing. But the main one is really whether you're in that risk, uh, in the right type of fund for you, in the right risk area. Is it growth? Is it balanced? You know, what's right for you? All right. Well, thanks so much. That's Tom Hartman from sorted.org.nz. So go have a look at your default account. Nag your friends to have a look at their default account. Nag your co-workers. Continue until nobody will talk to you anymore and only then can you consider it your duty done. Uh, if you have any questions, get in touch with me. I'm Francis Cook on Twitter and Francis Cook Journalist on Facebook. Until next time, have a great day. And that's Francis cooking up your business confidence for another week on News Talk ZB.